This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello everyone and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. Today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer teams of myself and Scott versus the team of Eric and Mason. Today's game will be hosted by one-time clipboard captain and assistant coach for our Patreon team, Chris Shen. Welcome back to the bench, Chris. Thank you. Why don't you take a minute to remind us a little bit about yourself? So I am a uh, high school guidance counselor from uh, the Worcester area in Massachusetts. My sports loyalties lie in all the Boston pro teams. So the Bruins, Patriots, Red Sox, and Celtics. And uh, I am an Ohio State fan. Um, actually, the Ohio State, oh, as I see, know you guys like to say. You, you had it right the first time, <laughs> and then you had to do that. This is going to be a long day. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I'm happy to be on the podcast again. Um, it's uh, It was fun last time, and this will be my first time hosting a game so ever. So hopefully it goes smoothly. All right, wonderful. Well, let's move on to the teams. Uh, Eric and Mason, how are you guys doing? And let us know what your team name is. Uh, I'm doing well college football for my team is starting today so hopefully that ends up well we'll see what happens um but yeah inside the pipe so um i have a problem i've been in my house now for three years um we finally got our back patio concrete like done the other day um i don't know when i'm allowed to walk on it two we still don't have stairs from our back door so i can just look at it um so i mean i now i gotta find somebody to build stairs and apparently that's like impossible so if somebody knows like an amish guy that's not busy tomorrow that'd be great Anyway, um, so Mason and I have a team name today that is um, Mason's favorite sports movie is The Waterboy, apparently. And um, I know Scott loves wrestling and he likes to throw out that they had a big comeback against me um, previously. So our team name today is going to be Captain Insano Shows No Mercy. Great. That's going to be fun to say. (laughs) (laughs) Just shorten it to No Mercy. (laughs) (laughs) Or Captain Insano. Either way. All right, Scott, how you doing? I just cleaned my bathroom before this, so I'm, you know, a little, I mean, it was long overdue. Like, I, I really had to clean the toilet. So I'm hoping uh, that this game doesn't uh, make me feel as bad and gross as that did at the end. But I guess we'll see. You're teaming up with me. You, you never know. Um, since at this point, I have watched Step Brothers, so I will get at least most of the references that Scott and Eric will throw out there. Our team name today will be Prestige Worldwide. First word in entertainment. And at this point, I will toss it on over to Chris, who will be leading us from here. All right. Well, thank you for uh, letting me host this uh, this game. So We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true bench warmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. Um, we're going to start, as we always do, with the tailgate. Question one. This college basketball team has been to every NCAA tournament since 1999 when, as a 10 seed, 
They beat Minnesota, Stanford, and Florida before losing in the last minute to an eventual national champion, UConn. All right, Josh, they beat Minnesota, so you should know this. Uh, Josh, I got a name there. That actually sounds familiar from the Minnesota side as well, so why don't you check that in? All right, we're going to go ahead and check in. Okay, so Prestige Worldwide has checked in. Uh, Captain Insano shows no mercy. You are free to talk. So amazing. I'm fairly confident it's Gonzaga. Um, that's the, the year they kind of took off and everybody started to notice who they were. And they're in, that, they're in a small conference, so it's going to be easy for them to make the tournament when they're like the top. Right. So Yeah, that, make, that makes sense. And I, I vaguely remember them losing to Kentucky when they were on that big run that I want to say maybe what the Elite Eight they probably made it to. So I, if you're good with it. Yeah, I, I didn't really have anything one way or another, but if you feel good about it, I'm fine with it. All right, we're going to check in with Gonzaga. All right, Captain Insano shows no mercy, checks in with Gonzaga with the proper pronunciation, not Gonzaga. It's Gonzaga, I believe. Um, and Prestige Worldwide, who do you have? Uh, pretty much same thought process there, you know, thinking it's a smaller school from a smaller conference to get it, you know, a 10 seed probably, um, to make it every single year. I'm pretty sure Gonzaga is one of the only schools that has done that since 1999. So we also checked in with Gonzaga. All right. Prestige worldwide checks in with Gonzaga and both teams getting points. The correct answer is Gonzaga. One of my favorite, uh, NBA players growing up was John Stockton and he was an alum of Gonzaga. So I watched that. I remember watching that tournament. It was, I think, their first tournament that they had been in in a long time. They were actually the the second place finisher in the West Coast Conference that year. Um, so they had to win their tournament to get the to get the automatic bid. They get the automatic bid, and I think that KC uh, Calvary was their star player. They beat seven seeded Minnesota. Then uh, in the second round, they beat number two Stanford to get into the Sweet 16. Then they went on to beat Florida by a point uh, to advance to the Elite Eight after Casey Calvary, he tipped in a winning basket with uh, four seconds left. Then in the Elite Eight game, when they were playing UConn, they were actually down by only one point with a minute left, and uh, they eventually lost by five. But um, it was, I remember that run. It was, it was pretty amazing. So, all right, on to question number two in the tailgate. L.A. Clipper. And three-time sixth man of the year, Lou Williams, was reprimanded for an unauthorized visit to the Magic City Gentlemen's Club in Atlanta during the NBA playoffs to, quote-unquote, get wings. While his story may not be 100% believable, what flavor wings are named after Lou Williams on the menu of this establishment? Never thought we'd have a tailgate question about wings. I love this. (laughs) I don't know how you know that, but okay. I love wings. (laughs) I mean, I remember the story, but like, I didn't pay attention to the type of wings that he ate. Only reason I remember is because I heard the the, the 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 type of wing, and I'm just like, that doesn't sound good. And I like wings, so listen, I'm in Buffalo. That's what we do here. I've heard their wings are pretty wild. All right, Eric, are we are we checking that in? Yeah, let's check that in. All right, Captain Insano is checked in. Prestige Worldwide is free to talk. I, I don't know if the Sweet Lou thing even has anything to do with it. I just know that's his nickname. So I don't know if Sweet is going to be a part of the, the flavor combination. I mean, at this point, you would think it probably would be, but... So I'm trying to think of just Sweet something. I said Sweet and Sour. That's not typically a wing flavor. Right. Yeah. Or is it just Sweet and then flavors, you know? Yeah, I don't know. You know, like a mango habanero or... I have no idea. We want to just go sweet and sour. Sure, sure. I, I think at this point we're not going to probably get this one. So it would just yeah, anything's just going to be a guess at this point. Yeah, yeah, we'll check in with sweet and sour. 
All right, Prestige Worldwide checks in with Sweet and Sour. Uh, Captain Insano shows no mercy. What was your response? Uh, I re vaguely remember hearing it, and I remembered lemon pepper. And the only thing I can remember ever, not even from this story, just ever hearing as a lemon pepper flavor of wing was barbecue. So we did uh, lemon pepper barbecue. All right, well, Captain Insano shows no mercy hit it right on the head. It was, It is uh, lemon pepper barbecue. Um, I would have accepted either lemon pepper or barbecue. Um, but the reason I thought that that would uh, have been a pretty gettable answer is that Lou Williams actually has filed for a trademark for the nickname Lemon Pepper Lou. So, all right, on to question three. Last month, the rookie card of what current player sold for $3.84 million, topping the previous record paid for a 1909 Honus Wagner card? Yeah, we can check that in. All right, Captain Insano has checked in. Prestige Worldwide, you're free to talk. Isn't that Mike Trout? Maybe. I don't know. I saw something about a Giannis card the other day. I didn't read the article. I just browsed past it. But I think I remember hearing about it being Mike Trout. That would make sense, being who he is. Yeah, I, I'm good with that. Okay. Uh, we'll check in with Mike Trout. Prestige Worldwide checks in with Mike Trout. Captain Insano shows no mercy. What was your answer? Yeah, I don't know the, the story behind it. I'm sure you'll hit us with it, but um, I remember the story. It's sold for like $3 million, uh, Mike Trout. All right, both teams getting points. At an auction, a 2009 Bowman Chrome Draft Prospects Superfractor rookie card, which also had an autograph, sold for $3.84 million, which broke the previous record of $3.12 million for a 1909 Honus Wagner card, um, the infamous you know Honus Wagner card. I'm not sure how many of this card are in existence. I'm assuming it's just one. I know that the guy who sold it bought it on eBay for like $400,000 and then turned around. And I guess that the sale was, it was actually something like $3.2 million or something, but because of the commission that has to be paid to the auction house, it bumped it up to 3.84 million. So that's the story of the uh, Mike Trout rookie card. All right, so uh, Josh, you keep in score, so you have the score update after the uh, tailgate round? Yeah, after the tailgate, uh, Prestige Worldwide has 20, and Captain Insano Shows No Mercy has 30. All right, for the first quarter, we are going to be doing the Dean's List. The Dean's List. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing 10 items, where the teams will go back and forth guessing the items on the list. If a team guesses incorrectly, the other team can attempt to finish out that list. Each team is allowed one mulligan to be used after an incorrect guess. Each item is worth 10 points. The first Dean's List category, NFL teams with the most playoff losses all time. Now, this list does have three teams tied for ninth, so the first two teams will eliminate that final team. All right, so Prestige Worldwide, you have the first selection. We'll check in with my Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> and in first place on the list is the Minnesota Vikings with a total of 30 playoff losses. Yeah. That was literally the first team I typed in. Eric was like, you think so? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if, um, if Bombeck can bite the bullet with his team, then I guess I'll uh, say my team goes a lot and doesn't win that much either. Not so much a lot anymore, but, you know, um, we're going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. Number two on the list, the Dallas Cowboys with 28 losses. 
I don't have a favorite team we can choose. This trend <laughs> seems to be working. So just try to try to think about teams that have been relatively okay and make the playoffs a lot, but don't win. Don't win Super Bowls. We're going to say the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Prestige Worldwide checks in with the Philadelphia Eagles. At number eight on the list with 23 losses is the Philadelphia Eagles. So we'll go ahead and check in with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Captain Insano Shows No Mercy checks in with the Pittsburgh Steelers. At number four on the list with 25 losses is the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's just going to type that. All right, we'll check in with the Colts. Prestige Worldwide checks in with the Colts. The Baltimore slash Indianapolis Colts are number six on the list with 24 losses. Um, So we're going to check in with the Packers. Captain Insano Shows No Mercy checks in with the Green Bay Packers at number seven on the list. With 23 losses is the Green Bay Packers. All right, we're going to check in with the uh, New York Football Giants. Prestige Worldwide checks in with the New York Giants. With 25 losses, the New York Giants are number five on the list. Um, So we're going to check in with the New England Patriots. Okay, Captain Insano Shows No Mercy checks in with the New England Patriots. Tied at ninth with 21 losses, the New England Patriots. We'll check in with the L.A. slash St. Louis slash L.A. Rams. Prestige Worldwide checks in with the Rams. In third place with 26 losses is the L.A. slash St. Louis Rams. Was it leave? Like one? Well, it leaves your choice of two answers tied for ninth. So, yes, there's one answer left, but there's two of the three teams tied for ninth. They're still on the board. All right, we're going to go with the Miami Dolphins. Captain Insano Shows No Mercy checks in with the Miami Dolphins, tied with the Patriots and the Tennessee Titans slash Houston Oilers at 21 losses, the Miami Dolphins. Congratulations, guys. You ran that list. The next category for the Dean's List. In 1999, ESPN counted down the top 50 athletes of the 20th century, selected from North American athletes and voted on by a panel of sports journalists and observers. Name the top 10 ESPN Sports Century players who they voted as the best athletes of the 1900s. And I believe Captain Insano Shows No Mercy, you are first to select. We're going to go with Michael Jordan. Captain Insano Shows No Mercy goes with Michael Jordan. And in the number one spot was Michael Jordan. Uh, We're going to check in with Muhammad Ali. Prestige Worldwide checks in with Muhammad Ali. At number three on the list is Muhammad Ali. All right, we're going to go with uh, Wayne Gretzky. Captain Insano Shows No Mercy goes with Wayne Gretzky. At number five on the list was Wayne Gretzky. We'll go with the great Bambino, Babe Ruth. Prestige Worldwide checks in with Babe Ruth. At number two on the list is Babe Ruth. All right, we'll go with uh, Jim Brown. Captain Insano Shows No Mercy checks in with Jim Brown, who is number four on the list. We'll check in with Jesse Owens. Prestige Worldwide checks in with Jesse Owens. Jesse Owens is number six on the list. What spots do we have left? Seven, eight, nine, and ten. Yeah, we're going to go with uh, Jim Thorpe. Captain Insano Shows No Mercy uh, selects Jim Thorpe. Continuing the run down the list at number seven is Jim Thorpe. Uh, we're going to check in with Willie Mays. Prestige Worldwide continues to go down the list in numerical order at number eight is Willie Mays. We're going to check in with Jack Nicholas. Uh, Captain Insano Shows No Mercy selects Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas is number nine on the list. So Prestige Worldwide, let's see if you can close out this list. Can I ask you a clarifying question? Sure. 
in the reading of it, was there anything about male athletes at all? I'll reread the question. In 1999, ESPN counted down the top 50 athletes of the 20th century, selected from North American athletes and voted on by a panel of sports journalists and observers. So no reference on gender. I mean, it, I would think that they would at least have one in the top 10. Why not? Do it. All right. Um, we're hoping that they put a woman in the top 10. So we're going to check in with Babe Dietrichson Zaharias. Prestige Worldwide checks in with Babe Dietrichson Zaharias. And congratulations, guys. You have completed the list. I wasn't sure that anybody was going to get number 10. I thought that was a pretty tough one. So Mason apparently had it. He sends a message. Was there a woman back in the day that did a lot of things? I couldn't remember what her name was, but she did like five <laughs> different sports. Uh, yes, she uh, she was an Olympian and she she won many medals. She was a golfer. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, she was. I think she was the first woman to be allowed to play in a PGA tournament with the men. So I wouldn't have had that had I not written questions of specifically about her a couple of years back. And and Josh, you were asking for the clarifying question. I remember when this came out, I was watching it with uh, one of my buddies and um, number 35 on the list was extremely controversial because they selected Secretariat, the horse. Secretariat was an athlete. Yeah, I know. He was a horse. He was the one doing all the work. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't stay. that's what they do. Athletes run. No, but I mean, horses don't have like other options. <laughs> they could not be a racehorse. All right, well, excellent job, guys. The final category in the Dean's List is name the top 10 countries with the most appearances in the Soccer World Cup. I believe that Prestige Worldwide, you are first on the clock. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're going to go with Brazil. Taking the low-hanging fruit at number one, <laughs> Prestige Worldwide selects Brazil with 21 appearances. We like low-hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how we get points on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to go with Germany. Captain Insano Shows No Mercy selects Germany, and Germany is number two on the list with 19 appearances. We'll go with Italy. You guys continue to run down the list in numerical order. Number three on the list is Italy with 18 appearances. All right, we'll go with England. Uh, Captain Sano Shows No Mercy decides to break the streak and no longer is going directly straight down the list, and they choose England, who is number eight on the list. Actually, I'm sorry, tied for sixth on the list with 15. We're going to go with Spain. Prestige Worldwide chooses Spain, who is one of the other teams tied with 15 appearances. All right, we'll go with Argentina. Captain Sano Shows No Mercy selects Argentina, Argentina is number four on the list with 17 appearances. Uh, we'll go with France. Prestige Worldwide selects France, who is also tied with Spain and England with 15 appearances. All right, we will check in with Mexico. Captain Insano Shows No Mercy checks in with Mexico, who is number five on the list with 16 appearances. Chris, how many are left? There are two left, numbers nine and 10. We're going to go with Uruguay. Prestige Worldwide puts in an answer of Uruguay. Uruguay is tied for ninth with 13 appearances. Captain Insano shows no mercy. Can you close out this list? Yes. <laughs> what an emphatic wow. response. There. Confidence. If you guys do, it will be three straight, no mulligans for all of us. So um, of this list, there's only two in the top 10 that have never won a championship. Um, one of them being Mexico um, and the other one being this team. 
um, who did knock out uh, Team USA last time they were in um, Belgium. Captain Insano shows no mercy, stole all my flavor text, and checks in with the final answer, Belgium. And Mexico, who has been there 16 times, they haven't made it past the quarterfinals. Uh, Belgium at least finished third one year, but um, yes, everybody else in the top 10 has won. Well, congratulations, guys. You ran all three of those lists. So after the first quarter, the difference hasn't changed, but each team racked up an extra 150 points. So the current scores are Prestige Worldwide with 170, and Captain Insano shows no mercy with 180. All right, for the second quarter, we are going to do the pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be five before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. The first question in pre and post game. 1989 first round bust referred to at the time as the quote, best offensive line prospect ever, end quote, by a Sports Illustrated cover, who was also the losing quarterback in the tuck rule game and the 2002 NFL MVP. We can check in. We can too. All right. Both teams have checked in. Prestige worldwide. I, I didn't uh, consult with my partner. Sorry, Josh. This, one was, just, this one was too fun. You've got uh, it. Checked in with Tony Mandarich Gannon. All right. Prestige Worldwide checks in with Tony Mandarich Gannon. And Captain Insano shows no mercy. What is your response? Yeah, I got this one pretty quickly. Somehow Tony Mandarich came right to my head for no reason. But yes, yeah, so we also checked in with Tony Mandarich Gannon. All right. Both teams getting points. The correct answer is Tony Mandarich Gannon. Tony Mandarich, I, I remember that cover that, you know, uh, the incredible bulk. I believe is what, what it said on the cover back when sports illustrated covers made, you know, were part of pop pop culture. Um, and I was looking up some of his stats and it is ridiculous. He was touted as the best offensive lineman ever. He weighed three thirty, ran the 40 in 4.65 seconds, did a standing long jump of 10 feet, three inches, had a 30 inch vertical leap and bench pressed 225 pounds, 39 times. He's considered one of the biggest NFL bust draft picks of all time. And he was selected of, this is the part that I didn't know. I knew all that other stuff, but he was selected of ahead of Barry Sanders, Derek Thomas, Deion Sanders, Steve Atwater, Eric Metcalf, and Andre Risen. Yeah. So Chris, it's uh, I'm actually editing a bonus episode that you will actually get to hear. Uh, it'll be the first one on the Patreon exclusive where we yeah. did favorite team stuff and all of that uh, comes right out of that uh, from the Green Bay Packer questions that I wrote for Matt. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wrote the, I wrote a question about him because it was crazy that the next three picks, like the first three that you said there were immediately right after him. Yeah. Three hall of famers. It's like, oof, <laughs> that's brutal. But Yeah. <laughs> And I, I mean, I remember listening to one of your episodes. It might have been one of the ones that just dropped last week, talking about Green Bay Packer running backs. And I'm pretty sure that if Barry Sanders was on the Packers, he would, he might have more carries or 
what was it, yards? He'd have more yards. yards than the top five guys on that Green Bay Packers running back list combined. Yeah, that, that was crazy. I enjoyed writing that one. I was like, how are these guys, how is that few amount of yards for a team that's been around that long? Yeah. The fact that Eddie Lacy was on that list is enough to tell you. Exactly. Yeah, I know. I just want to say, as like someone who grew up watching and rooting for the Packers, I kind of wish they did have Barry Sanders. <laughs> I think there's a lot of Packer fans who would have agreed. That just would have been insane. As much as I love Dorsey Levens, that would have been amazing. All right, question two. The Rush, this Russian Rocket who played for the Canucks, Panthers, and Rangers, who is also a punter, taken in the first round of the NFL draft in 1973. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay, we're checked in. All right, Captain Insano Shows No Mercy is checked in. Prestige Worldwide, you are free to talk. Hockey and punters. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, Eric had it right away. Well, Mason's a kickers and punters guy. I knew half of it. Did you know the punter? I did know the punter. I was like, like, Eric's a hockey guy, and then Mason's a punter's guy this is he, he's a, what what did i miss what? something when? what's wrong with liking punters no i when did that happen <laughs> i don't know i feel like mason knows a lot of kickers and punters i didn't get the dude with the snickers bar in his shoe whatever oh, his name. mitch yeah. burger mitch yeah. burger i, yeah, I don't remember uh, uh the rocket uh yeah, is that maurice it. rocket richard i don't i don't think he would have been the russian rocket <laughs> i don't know but give us richard i'm trying to think of first names um the teams don't oh, help hold, on, hold on hold on hold on I might have this. I think the punter is going to be Ray Guy. I think I got it. I think it's is it Pavel Bure Guy. Yeah, I said it. All right, we're going to check it. in with Pavel Bure Guy. Prestige Worldwide checks in with Pavel Bure Guy. And Captain Insano shows no mercy. What was your answer? So it's the um, brother-in-law to a uh, Full House star. Um, was Hunter Pence on Full House? <laughs> Valerie Beret's brother, um, Pavel Beret guy. Both teams getting points. The correct answer is Pavel Beret guy. And basically, taking a punter in the first round, I couldn't believe that. I know it was 1973, but 1973, you had like 50 rounds of the NFL draft, you know, and then they, they still took him first. And it's just, I mean, it's crazy. He's still a pretty good punter. He was a good he's punter. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a hall, he's the only, I think he's, he's the, <laughs> the only, only punter in the Hall of Fame. Or, right? Yeah, so actually, that's not a, that's, or the that's only good. time punter. Yeah. On to question number three in pre and post game. Rhodes Scholar at Florida State, defensive back, Tennessee Titan, and current Harvard medical neurosurgery resident, who is also a Hall of Fame relief pitcher, well known for his handlebar mustache. We can. I know this one, Josh. Yep. Yep. We can check in. Okay. Prestige Worldwide is checked in. Captain Insano shows no mercy. You are free to talk. I mean, it's it's yeah. Got to be what it is. It I I. Does that work? I I don't know. I didn't think it did, but that that's the only thing that. No, I mean, I just well well. I don't know how. I mean, it's what we got to. It's what we got to go with. I mean, the first part's right, so the second part's right. It just I don't know how, how we're supposed to say it, but we'll... <laughs> yeah, give it a shot. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> okay, we're gonna check in with Myron Rolly Fingers or Rolly. I don't because I don't close enough. Myron <laughs> Rolly Rolly Fingers. All right, Captain Sano shows no mercy. He's checking in with Myron Rolly Fingers. 
Myron, roll Raleigh fingers and uh, Prestige Worldwide. What was your response? Yeah, we came up with the same thing. Uh, Myron, Raleigh fingers. Yes. Both teams getting points. And, you know, it, it's one of those things that on paper sounds much closer than it does when you say it out loud. <laughs> but the correct answer is Myron, Raleigh fingers. <laughs> Hopefully the rest of these have better pronunciation matches than that last one. <laughs> Question number four. Either of the brothers, whose numbers 22 and 23 were retired less than a year ago, who also coached for 36 years at an ACC school and retired with the all-time wins record in 1997. Yeah, Josh, let's check in. So just real quick, let me hear the first part of that again. Sure. Either of Either. the brothers. Okay. All right, we're good. We're good. I just okay. want to... Yep. Okay, so Prestige Worldwide has checked in. Captain Insano shows no mercy. You guys are free to talk. Yeah, so that threw me off. I thought you said 22 and 23 at first, so I had no idea where that was going. Um, but 22 and 33 is the Sedin twins, and you had the second part, Mason, so we're yeah. just going to go. Do you want Do you want Henrik or Daniel? I don't, I don't care. It's up to you. You can pick your favorite one out of the two. <laughs> um, I hate them both because they're Canucks. Um, not Canucks as in Canadian Canucks. Canucks as a Vancouver Canuck. Um, cause I was an avalanche fan or am an avalanche fan and they are the bane of my existence. Um, so we're going to go with, um, let's go with Daniel Sedin Smith. Okay. Captain Insano shows no mercy is checking in with Daniel Sedin Smith, uh, prestige worldwide. What is your answer? Yeah, we'll go with the other brother. We'll go with Henrik Sedin Smith. <laughs> prestige worldwide is choosing the other brother. Henrik Sedin Smith, and both teams getting points. The correct answer, well, the answers could have been either Henrik or Daniel Sedin Smith. And it's just hard to write a question with separating either of the Sedin twins because <laughs> I don't even know if people can tell them apart and if they're not wearing their jerseys. So, well, yes, they, the, they retired uh, both last year, right? So they yeah. both retired at the, so yeah. you couldn't even have like right. played it like so many seasons. Or... <laughs> right. Oh, and, I can I can tell them apart. They're both ugly. Wow. And, and it would just be cruel to say the twin who wore number 22. <laughs> you know, like, that's just harsh. That's this, just, uh, th this could have been Dizzy and Vance Dean Smith as well. I thought it was, yeah. For baseball I Dizzy Dean first for some reason. So I, I typed it to Josh. I'm like, oh, it's got to be Dizzy and Vance Dean. Uh, the, the only reason I went, because he said, like, retired within the last year yeah. i was like okay that's yeah. gonna be the city yeah brothers. yeah that wasn't dizzy dean yeah. <laughs> no. yep. all right question number five professional professional bowling hall of famer well known for his brash antics who is also a former nfl quarterback who spent most of his career in cleveland but got his super bowl ring in 1993 after being cut by the browns and being picked up as a fill-in for an injured troy aikman i mean could it be anything else god I don't think so. I hope not. Should we check that in? Yes. All right. We'll check in. Okay. Prestige Worldwide checks in. Captain Insano shows no mercy. You're free to talk. Okay. So there are two people that. Yes. That. Well, which one is the one that would be a. Which one's the Hall of Famer? That's Brash. Pete's still bowling. So you're thinking it wouldn't be him because he's still bowling? I don't. I mean. Can you, are, can you get in the bowling Hall of Fame while you're still Bowling. I don't know the rules of the bowling hall of fame. I, I mean, I, I, that logic makes sense to me that if it's, but 
Only reason I know that his dad was also a bowler is because of a uh, Stephen Lynch song, The Almighty Malachi. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, Forgot about that. Bowling God. And the the line is Dickie Weber and his son Pete. Yeah. Turn these mother into cream of wheat. That's the first time I heard that song in a long time. (laughs) You just ruined a halftime question of mine. Thanks. (laughs) <laughs> really? No, I've never heard it. I don't even know what you're. You guys, are, you guys are speaking a foreign language, right? I'm right there. Uh, with him. He's a, he's a scene comedian, basically. We're good. We're good. I've I've seen him in concert. Yeah. He's a handful of times. Yes, I've listened to a couple of his albums. But... All right. So, with that logic, do you want to go with Dickie Weber? I don't know. Is he trying to? Yeah. Is this a? I don't... I don't know about either of their antics while they're playing. So you know what? I, I think it has. Jeez, uh, I say we go with the 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 older guy, right? Like I said, if he's a Hall of Famer, I would think you would have to have retired by that point. But I, again, I don't know how that works in bowling. Maybe you could be a Hall of Famer and still play. But I uh, let's go with uh, Dick Weber. I guess Dick Weberny Kozar. Okay, Captain Insano shows no mercy. Checks in with Dick Weber, Nikosar, and the answer that I have. Oh, wait, we need to give our answer. We gotta oh, give sorry. Our answer. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so we, we checked in. So when it comes to brashness, I don't think there's anyone more brash than Pete Weber. So yep. we checked in with Pete Weber, Nikosar. Yep. So Prestige Worldwide checks in with Pete Weber, Nikosar. The answer that I have is Pete Weber, Nikosar. Um, I was trying to see, and I don't know if we need to, I have an extra question if I need to use it. Um, I was trying to see on there while you guys were talking um, about him being in the Hall of Fame. And I had read that he was in the Hall of Fame. Otherwise, I wouldn't have put it in the question um, for Pete Weber. Um, but I'm trying to see. Yeah, he's he is a member. He's an American bowler and a member of the PBA and USBC Halls of Fame. All right. Well, there we go. So, he is. All right, you guys have. But, but so, but so is Dick Weber. Is he? It was Dick yes. Weber? Brad. Is would... he known for his antics, though? <laughs> um, I mean, who I knows what he's yeah. known from? But yeah, he was just as big of a. Hey, um... They didn't get the question right. Okay, I'm just saying. I well, feel like that works on both. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know, as the you know question writer, you know, I feel that um, it was. There, there are potentially two correct answers to that question. So we can either give both teams points or I can use a different question. That's your call. You're the, you're, that'll be, that'll be yours. So it's up to you. I'm going to play the rest of this game under protest. Yep. Yep. We are going to officially protest. (laughs) You're the ones that get the question right. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So we're protesting that you guys would get points for it. You didn't have the right answer. He specifically specified in the question before that there were two answers in the Sedin twins. He did not specify in this question that there were two answers. Well, we came up with a correct answer. No, you came up with with an answer that works. We don't know that it works for the antics he was specifically referencing. All right, well, let's look up a video of Dick <laughs> Weber bowling, and we will... Somebody... <laughs> I've is... never heard of Dick Weber being a, an antics person. Like, that's Pete Weber. I've never heard of Dick Weber being known for his 
brashness in his. That would, yeah, it'd be like saying like this uh, slugger, and it's oh, you're like oh, it's Ken Griffey Senior, not Junior. Like no, he's not a slugger. Hold on. Pull so, video footage. So here's here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna rule that um, they do not get the points for the sole reason that when they were discussing, they said that Pete Weber is not in the Hall of Fame. I did not. We didn't say that though. Well, you, well, you, you questioned you said, it. You said, yeah, yes, said, we, we don't. We don't think he's in there because well, we didn't know if you could still bowl and be yeah. part of the Hall of Fame. <laughs> all right, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just all right. Well, all right, fine. We we can go. We Eric can go with my doesn't need board. help with points. He never needs help well, with. Now points. we're losing, so they, it literally you'll be fine. All right. Yeah, you're gonna get the missing link and go ahead of us. So just chill out. <laughs> no, I'm just. I, it's not even so much for me. It's so much for somebody listening that's gonna be like, yeah, yeah. This is what I don't. Yeah. If you yep. can, you find somewhere that says Dick Weber was brash and known for his antics. That's right. what I'm saying. Is I don't. I'd never heard that he was brash and known for his antics. Uh, he raised Pete Weber. Where do you just think that came from? <laughs> oh, you, you can't. That's that. Wow. Now I understand why referees have such a tough job. So yeah, always now, a gentleman, Dick yes. Weber made bowling an international. Hmm, if you're called always a gentleman, I that don't think mean anything when you're bowling. As brash. Uh, right, yeah, he seems real great based on his Wikipedia page right now. He was on an episode of Wings. That sounds brash. <laughs> no, oh my word! That's like the most mild comedy of all time. <laughs> Well, it's the first question anybody's gotten wrong, I think, in since the beginning, right? Since the yeah, uh, since Lou Williams, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All the more yeah. reason why this is this is an important. No, it's not that important. You're still gonna win. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Go ahead. All right. After the second quarter, uh, due to Captain Insano shows no mercy, uh, picking a Think gentleman right bowler uh, rather than his <laughs> brash son. We have a change in leader. Currently, Prestige Worldwide has 270 points. Uh, and Captain Insano Shows No Mercy has 260 points. He was on an episode of Wings. Wings. Was it Lemon Pepper Barbecue Wings? That was the question. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Boom. And that's what we call a callback. Boom. It is now time for the Halftime Show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. All right, for halftime, the first question in halftime. This documentary features the 1999 championship of a competition annually televised on ESPN. It has also been aired live on ABC in the past. This competition happens on the week following Memorial Day weekend and the film featured, among others, the following players, Angela Arnavar, Nipur Lala, and Ted Brigham. What is the title of this movie? You're good with that, Eric? I mean, it depends how, how many brash people are in this thing. <laughs> I mean, I don't You didn't specify. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but let's go, Mason. We're good. I, I think that's the title. I'm not 100, but I, that came first thing that came to my mind on that. All right. Right. Let's go with it. We'll go ahead and check in. Okay. C Captain Insano Shows No Mercy has checked in. Prestige Worldwide, you're free to talk. Uh, real quick, I just want to, this article about Dick Weber when he died. So did, uh, <laughs> uh, 
uh, all the stories about him exemplified what an extraordinary human human being this man was for all ages. That doesn't sound like a very. That might have been off the court. What about? I mean, we don't know how he was at home. He probably hit Pete. (laughs) (laughs) That's not brash. That's abusive. It's kind of brash. <laughs> you guys are about to retake the lead, so just chill out. Yeah, seriously. Uh, all right, Josh. Uh, competition that takes place after Memorial Day weekend. Okay, I've never heard of any of those three people. Even if we know the competition, we still probably won't know the name of the movie. So you we know, need two dominoes to fall. And with, with the term players, like I was thinking, oh, is this like one of the marathons or something? But I don't think anybody's referred to as a player yeah it'd be like participants or competitors so it's a yearly it's so it's yearly on espn sometimes shown live on abc with not the hot dog eating contest that's on the fourth of july right it's not like it's not the world series of poker it's not the it's not the westminster dog show I, i i literally have nothing no i don't either even again even if we know what the competition is that doesn't. It may not even correlate to the title of the documentary. Like I doubt the documentary name and the competition are the same. I mean, if we could get to what it was, yeah. I could maybe think. But then again, I'm not that familiar with that many documentaries, so I'm certainly don't want to waste time on this. Um, you got anything funny to come up with? The, the documentary of Dick Weber. <laughs> Dick Weber, American Treasure. American treasure, not brash. The brash gentleman, Dick Weber. So we're going to check in with the documentary called Dick Weber, an American treasure, the kindest man on the planet. Not brash. (laughs) All right. Prestige Worldwide checks in with a title that's very long that I can't repeat. Uh, Captain Insano shows no mercy. What was your answer? All right. Well, um, I will say that I watch this competition annually. It's like a family tradition kind of thing that we watch this because I was a two-time champ in elementary school in this competition. That is the spelling bee, the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Um, I knew there was a documentary about it. I couldn't remember the name at first, Um, but I believe if I'm right, it shares its name with the Alfred Hitchcock movie and that's Spellbound. Captain Insano shows no mercy, is showing no problems coming back and taking the lead, I believe. That is the correct answer, Spellbound. And I know that, who is it, Scott, I think, that was hyping up uh, some some movies in the past. Um, I will hype this movie as one of the most intense documentaries I've ever seen. I know it's a spelling bee, and it sounds like that's just boring. Watch this documentary. It was it, It's such a good movie. Um, it was actually nominated for Best Documentary, and it has, like, 98% on, like, Rotten Tomatoes. So if you're looking for a, a movie to watch... Uh, it's it's I highly recommend it. Yeah, I've heard of it. I, even if we came to spelling bees, Scott, I don't yeah. think yeah. I would have got to. I wrong. it does not sound boring at all. I just could for some reason scripts I mean, in it, my head like didn't didn't take place in May. I don't know why. Yeah. And like it, some, I'm also a two time spelling bee champion in elementary school. <laughs> actually, um, ironically enough, it, it I'm, I'm the bill. only person the only person to look at a word and say that it's spelled wrong, um, and then they spell it wrong and they said yes, it's still wrong. Um, I am the worst autocorrect doesn't even know what I'm spelling half the time. <laughs> I mean, by, by our podcast logic, spelling bee is a sport because it is shown on ESPN. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a loose interpretation of the sport, but I didn't know. I didn't know what the word brash meant, but apparently. <laughs> 
Hey, if we can talk about wrestling, we can talk <laughs> about a spelling bee. There's at least, at least a real, you know, there's that. It's not scripted. Are we sure? Oh, we could talk no. about Olympic wrestling. <laughs> Greco-Roman wrestling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On to question number two. Pros versus Joes was a reality game show that debuted in 2006 and featured amateur contestants going head to head with professional athletes, most of whom retired. Name five of the eight sports that the pros from the first season competed in professionally. For the purpose of this question, the equivalent men's and women's sports count as the same sport. Did you watch the show, Scott? Yeah, I've seen, I, I used to watch it. Sounds right. I mean, I'm just throwing stuff out here. I have no, I have no idea. I've heard the show. I don't recall ever watching it, but that's possible. You want to? Let's just go with the first. I don't want to overthink it. Let's just go with our first gut. The ones that you typed, the five you typed. Yeah, yeah. Not the not replacing anything. Okay, that's fine. All right, we're gonna check in. Okay, Captain Insano shows no mercy has checked in. Prestige Worldwide, you're free to talk. All right, Josh. So like. The premise of the show is for the people that come on the show to try to outdo the former athletes in that specific sport. So they sure. have like competitions, like, can you make more three pointers than, you know, Reggie Miller? Can right, you, right. Can you catch a, a pass on Deion Sanders? Like if he's defending you. So I'm trying to remember some of the things they'd have people do. So now I'm starting to think that's why I thought soccer. Cause it's like, you know, can you get a goal past, you know, someone? Sure. You know, and so I'm thinking it might be hockey because it might be like they would put someone in goal in pads and be like, oh, we're going to have Mario Lemieux shoot, you know, slap shots at you. I, I just I think that sound just like you had mentioned, possibly boxing that that sounds like a liability issue to have somebody going <laughs> to that extent of shooting slap shots at a Joe. Not Of the um, big four, I think hockey sounds the least likely. It Plus, is. It would likely. also be the least view like least interesting to most viewers sorry scott sorry so i just hate to say of the big four i think accessibility the you know football basketball and baseball are there's more of an audience um, football and basketball are for sure two of them absolutely so i mean there's a lot of things in baseball you can do so yeah i mean they used to have baseball again i just don't know what season it was usually like can you you know hit someone's cur- you know hit a curveball or right and you said you've that goldberg and other wrestlers were on it uh, for a fact i just don't know what season they were i mean in. i mean they used 06 have... i mean how much how much after 06 could goldberg been you know but he was yeah i know he like he all was... the all the ones you listed out i mean you you say football basketball for sure absolutely baseball and soccer sound I'm just trying to think of what soccer player that would maybe Mia Hamm. I mean, it could be Mia Hamm or it could be Tim Howard as goalie. All right. So why don't we go uh, basketball, football, soccer, baseball. I think wrestling. Yeah, because the show was on Spike and so was um, WWE at the time. So I think there was a little bit of cross promotion. That would make complete sense. So maybe with that logic, we do wrestling as the fifth one. So football, basketball, baseball, soccer, and wrestling? Yes. Okay, let's check in with those. All right, Prestige Worldwide checks in with football, basketball, baseball, soccer, and wrestling. Is that correct? All right. Uh, Captain Insano shows no mercy. What are you checking in with? 
So I just started throwing out sports. The first three I threw out were football, basketball, baseball, because I figured those would be kind of more accessible. Even if you weren't a pro in those, you could still um, do that. Um, we started talking about different other ones, soccer, volleyball, tennis, track. We just kind of threw a lot of different ones out there. Um, we thought you guys were, I thought you guys were about to go with the same answer we did because um, we went with football, basketball, baseball, track, and soccer. All right. Well, both teams are getting points. Um, the sports – I'll read the sports and then I'll read the athletes from the first season. Um, the sports were football, wrestling, baseball, and softball, um, basketball, men's and women's, uh, track and field and decathlon, um, soccer, volleyball, and swimming. Um, I do remember something in the pool. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Now that you say that. It was, I, I, this was a really tough um, show to write a question about, but I really wanted to write a question about pros versus Joe's. I appreciate I it. I forgot that. about that show. Yeah. It was such a crazy show. Was and, Jenny um, Finch on there in the first yeah. season? Okay. I'll, I'll, read, I'll read off the first season. Here's the guy. So um, Bill Goldberg, you were right on Goldberg, Scott, um, who is also, I think he did football stuff too. Cause he was, he, um, he played football at, uh, where'd he go? He got a, he got a scholarship to Georgia, maybe. Yep. He played um, for the Falcons. Yeah. And then uh, Matt Williams for baseball. Dennis Rodman for the NBA, Jim McMahon for the NFL, and then Jerry Rice for the NFL, um, Muggsy Bogues um, for the NBA, Jenny Finch from softball, Bo Jackson, who did both football and baseball, obviously, um, Dan O'Brien, he was the decathlete, uh, Bill Romanowski. Yes. I would not want to go against Bill Romanowski. Yep, it was like they would put on like full bodysuit pads and like, <laughs> yep, I remember that. Kevin Green, who is also another one who's a bit of a loose cannon. Um, Alexi Lawless, who I didn't, I couldn't believe you guys didn't mention with the soccer. Um, Misty May, who did volleyball. Um, I think is Misty May might've been one of the ones that was still active. I think she, I don't think she's playing anymore, but she played for a while. Uh, Xavier McDaniel, uh, Dave Stewart yep. from um, the pitcher from Major League Baseball. Uh, then they had Morton Anderson, the kicker. Uh, Clyde Drexler, um, the NBA player. Gary Hall Jr., Olympic swimmer. I've never heard of him. I don't know. Who I've he heard is. of him. Yeah. Um, Rebecca Lobo, WNBA. John Rocker from MLB. That was the one they put him in the box and they had Rocker throwing pitches at the guys. I remember that now. <laughs> they basically picked all the loose cannons from. Yeah. From that was kind of the premise of the show was were they going to yeah. chicken out or not? Holy cow. Uh, Brandy, Brandy Chastain um, for soccer also. Darren Dalton for Major League Baseball. Justin, uh, Justin Gatlin for track, Herschel Walker for the NFL, Dominique Wilkins for the NBA. So that Holy was a cow. That yeah. is a crazy amount of athletes. Yeah. Well, they tried to switch it up each episode. Yeah. They, they had different teams. So it's like, it's basically four guys per team. And, um, no, I guess it was five, five guys per team. And then it's like, you have, I think it's two people or something go up against each of these guys in their, in their in sport sports. Yep. All right, on to question number three, I believe. Uh, this video game, released in 1989 for Sega Genesis and Nintendo, was advertised as a, quote, basket brawl. It features two-on-two full-court basketball games in which players are encouraged to punch the opposing players and steal the ball from them. What is the name of this video game? We can check in. Okay. Oh. Captain Insano Shows No Mercy has checked in. Prestige Worldwide, you're free to talk. Sounds like Eric was a Sega kid. <laughs> I was everything. Yeah, I only had Nintendo, Josh. I apologize. <laughs> My family was a Nintendo family. What, uh, what 
systems did it come out for? Sega. Uh, Sega and Nintendo. And oh, Nintendo. yay! I thought it was on Nintendo Sega. as well. Yep. Uh, so maybe I did play it. Trying to think. So yeah, I, I really can't think of anything other than like NBA Jam. Yeah, no, um, just I mean there were there was a number of these games because there was like the 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 football with the blitz the NFL yeah, blitz. blitz yep I'm trying to think yeah what's the NBA equivalent yeah um, I mean I played a lot of blitz I'm trying to think if I played I a also basketball. played a ton of blitz yeah. I'm just trying to think if I played a basketball kind of version of it right um, Napoleon Kaufman from the Raiders was my guy on blitz those are crazy games they were fun though. I yeah, I never, I... I never played a basketball one. I didn't have that. My mom bought me Blitz and played it with me. That was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> My brother didn't want to. He wasn't in the sports, so she was like, "Well, I don't want him to play by himself." Man, I don't think uh, I don't think I played it. All right, uh, so basketball. I'm trying to think if there's like a basketball term. I would have thought Basket Brawl would have been a good name, but I don't think that's going to be the name since the tagline is a Basket Brawl. Well, Scott, I I wish I could come up with something, but I I got Let's say NBA Blitz. Sure, NBA Blitz. It could be. It could have been off the same thing. We'll check in with NBA Blitz. All right, Prestige Worldwide's checking in with NBA Blitz. Captain Insano shows no mercy. What was your answer? So I, I don't want to correct a question at all, um, but I believe it came out as an arcade first um, and then it hit Nintendo and then Sega. Yeah. Um, but it uh, the game I played a lot. It wasn't even that good, but it was just, you know, whatever. Um, the game is called Arch Rivals. Yes, uh, Captain Sano Shows No Mercy is correct. Um, and the game was released. Yeah, I, I guess the wording was a little, was uh, not correct. You're right. It did come out in the arcades first um, and it was called Arch Rivals. On to question number four. Tom Cruise's character in the racing movie Days of Thunder shares his last name with which infamous NASCAR driver who has never won a major race? Josh, I believe I just typed it to you. I'm pretty sure that's it. I think you're right. We can check that in. All right. Prestige Worldwide has checked in. Captain Insano shows no mercy. You can talk. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm aware. I thought, you, I yeah, thought the same. eyebrow raise was you waiting for me to say you can talk. No, no, my eyebrow raise is because um, I've watched just as many um, Tom Cruise movies as I have Kevin Costner movies. <laughs> just in general or sports movies? In general. I'm not a Tom Cruise guy. Collateral is really good with Jamie Foxx. Just throwing that out there. I hate Jamie Foxx. Oh, well, then you're not going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So anyway, Mason, Tom Cruise movies, go. I mean, I, I no Tom Cruise movies. That doesn't help well, he gave you the movie, so yeah, yeah, we can name one. Thunder. We got that established. <laughs> it's just infamous, an infamous NASCAR person's never won a, a major race. Yes. So so here here's 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 my logic on this. Okay. Um, since Chris stole one of my pre and post games by using Pete Weber. <laughs> Um, I guess I can ruin one, another one of mine. No, um, I wrote one using this guy, so I okay. Um, last name I believe is Trickle, but that's not this guy. <laughs> last name can't be that, can it? It could be. He's never won a major like a race. Is he infinite? A major, 
or whatever you want to call those things. Like he's never won a race, and yeah. I believe he's dead now. But he is dead. Is he? Yeah, we didn't so, kill him. Um, no, that's good. his name. His name did. Um, <laughs> hey, leave Dick out of this. <laughs> so I mean, I just know that's the only thing I knew about, and that was part of one of the questions I wrote for the. He's never won a race. Was, so that, was, was that Andy Roddick Trickle just by chance? No, it was actually JJ Reddick Trickle. Oh, even better. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so um, let's go. With, let's go with Trickle. You really think Tom Cruise's character's last name is Trickle? He's never won a race, okay. so that's all I'm going. <laughs> the only person that's never won a race that, that, that people know about, I think so. <laughs> I don't know. Let's Unless it's well, wait, I just had something come back before we check in. Sure, go ahead. Hasn't Danica Patrick never won a race? So maybe it could be. I know it didn't. It said shared a last name, so it doesn't have to be. Because I, I thought, thought she's. Was a, I thought that was a thing that she was like, she always was touted up and then never won anything. Ever? I don't, I can't think of one on top of my head, but I remember like she was hyped up like, this is going to be the one she's favored to win. And then she failed completely. Do we know for a fact she's never won one? I don't know that. But I feel like Patrick is a more reasonable last name than Trickle. But I know Trickle has never won. Okay. Well, (laughs) I mean, if unless this question could be a callback to episode two with Danica Patrick Ramsey. We're being subtle about it here. But, episode. Uh, yeah. Um, if you want to go with Trickle, that's fine. I was just trying to throw out another person that I know that has been kind of like... Yeah. No, I, I, I'll i leave it up to you. <laughs> I I was just throwing out a name. I, that's up to you if you want to go with let's, Trickle. Let's, let's go Trickle. All right. Or, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're going to check in with, um, in honor of the late great Dick Trickle. Trickle. Okay. Uh, Captain Insano shows no mercy. Checks in with Trickle. Uh, Prestige Worldwide. What was your answer? Well, Josh, this is the exact reason why we never win games against Eric. Because even when he doesn't know questions, his team still manages to get it right. Yep. Uh, no. Tom, Tom Cruise's character is Cole Trickle in Cole Days of Thunder. Trickle. So that's what we checked in with. Yep. Both teams getting points on this. Yeah. Even when we know the answer, it was there was a hint. We, we can't win even when we know. Even when the other team doesn't know the answer. <laughs> Yes. But, yeah, and maybe infamous was the was the wrong term, but I mean I'd say he's the most famous NASCAR driver who's never won a major race just because um of what you know his name and he's infamous for his name. And, yeah. Keith Oberman and Dan Patrick, you know, mentioned him all the time on Sports Center. Back when people actually watched Sports Center. I mean, that's what you get when you go with dick rather than like richard trickle or rich or rick rich trickle, trickle. nope <laughs> yeah, I know. good old good old dick old good trickle old dick sounds trickle. better anyway all right question number five what player's jersey is prominently seen worn by one of the artists from house of pain in the video jump around i think i i can i mean i i kind of see the video in my head I'm but just, i'm trying to i'm trying to make sure it's not a different one just let me yeah um Oh, I got to pull an Eric here and get my mental picture working. I hope Matt edits this episode. I'm going to give him a little bit to go off of here. Pack it up, pack it in, let me begin. I came to win, that told me that's a sin. It's a good song. A great song. It's one of my all-time faves. It was in Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, it was. That's the first time I ever heard it. (laughs) And immediately after, I was like, what is that song, Mom? (laughs) she's like i don't know i don't listen to that crap 
can they play it at my birthday party? We I know. Seriously, can I? Yeah, right. And I also wanted Matthew Lawrence at my birthday party, just to <laughs> hang out. I'm fine with that, Eric. If that's who you want to go. Uh, it's it's ninety percent on that. So that's ninety percent more than I have. So all right, we're gonna check in. Okay, so Captain Insano shows no mercy is checked in. Prestige Worldwide, you're free to talk. Gosh, I, I think you got it. I, I, Scott, he was 33, right? Bird was 33, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. And then that's who it is. It's, okay. Uh, we'll check in with Larry Bird. All right. Prestige Worldwide checks in with Larry Bird. Captain Insano shows no mercy. Who, who is your answer? So it's, uh, I know his number based off the, uh, the great LFO song. Um, Summer Girls? <laughs> yes. The great Larry Bird is mentioned in that song. I'm taking everybody's trivia answers or halftime questions, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, we checked in with Larry Bird. All right, both teams getting points. And, Scott, I'm a little, I'm a little hurt you didn't you – know, you, you know, that was a callback to our game when we were Bird and Magic. So the correct answer is Larry Bird. I agreed with Josh because of that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like right away I typed Bird, but then I was just like, I want to think. I want to picture that jersey. And I was like, yep. yeah, it's 33. Yeah. Yeah, I probably didn't spend too much time watching the video because I was jumping around like when it <laughs> when it was on. So I don't I don't think I paid attention to it. Fair enough. All right. So do we want to do Josh? You have the scores. You want to do? Yeah, score sure. I guess. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, Prestige Worldwide's lead is no more. They currently have three hundred and thirty, and they've been once again overtaken by Captain Insano. Shows no mercy. Who has three hundred and sixty points? and will probably maintain their lead throughout. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. So we are going to start the third quarter, and the category in the third quarter is Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Question number one. This controversial former non-Hall of Fame Major League Baseball player who played the majority of his career in the city he was born in is the only player to play more than 500 games at five different positions. I think it's uh, this, Josh. Yeah, I think you're right. Want to check that in? Sure. All right, we're checked in. All right, Prestige Worldwide is checked in. Captain Insano shows no mercy. You are free to talk. It's got to be Pete Rose. Non-Hall of Famer. Controversial. Right. He played five different positions? I believe so, yeah. Okay. I'm fine with that. I didn't think – that's what I thought. But then I was like, I didn't think he played 500 games at five different positions. I'm not even more worried about that part of it than I am the fact that it's he's a non-Hall of Famer. 
Yeah, th- I mean, that's there's not many people that fit that description. And I'm pretty, I believe he was born in Ohio. Okay, I'm fine with that. You want to check in with Pete Rose? Yeah, sounds good. All right, let's check in with Pete Rose. All right, Captain Insano Shows No Mercy has checked in with Pete Rose. Prestige Worldwide, what is your answer? Yeah, you played seven different positions, uh, pretty much everything except pitcher and catcher. And, yeah, same same thing. Clues, I mean, controversial non-Hall of Famer. It's got to be Pete Rose. Yep, and both teams getting points. The correct answer is Pete Rose. I thought it was pretty interesting. He played 939 games at first base, 628 at second, 634 at third, 671 at le- in left field, and 595 in right field. Question number two in Missing Link. This infielder, NL MVP, and former number one overall pick in the 1990 Major League Baseball draft is rarely referred to by his given first name, Larry. We can check in. All right. Prestige Worldwide has checked in. Captain Insano shows no mercy. You're free to talk. It's Chipper. I mean, we can check in. It's Chipper Jones. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Captain Insano shows no mercy, checks in with uh, Chipper Jones. Prestige Worldwide, what is your answer? Yeah, same. Uh, no, his name's Larry. I mean, I even knew it before you said that. Just the fact that he was number one overall pick in 1990. It's Chipper Jones. Okay, both teams getting points. The correct answer is Chipper Jones. Question number three. This Hall of Fame shooting guard slash small forward from Eastern Michigan played most of his career with the Spurs in the ABA and NBA and retired as the record holder in almost every significant scoring record for the Spurs. Want to check that in, Josh? Yep. All right, we're checked in. All right, Prestige Worldwide is checked in. Captain Insano shows no mercy. You're free to talk. I don't know any Eastern Michigan basketball players, but for for the Spurs, I mean, I would think Sean Elliott in the ABA. What other Spurs were there that would have been? I mean, there's Manu, but he wouldn't have went to Eastern Michigan. I I don't recall. I can't. I honestly can't tell you a single basketball player that went to Eastern Michigan. What about um? Who's that old guy? George Bergen? Yeah. You went to Eastern. That old guy. I mean, he played for the Spurs and would have records for the Spurs. I had that in my head, but that seemed really obvious if we're talking about – I mean, I'm pretty sure he played in the ABA, but – Let's go – it, it makes sense. Yeah, I don't know where his alma mater is, but it might be Eastern Michigan. Unless you can, unless you can name another old Spur. I'm, I, yeah, I think that's probably the, the best thing we have. All right, let's go with the, the Iceman, George Gervin. All right, Captain Insano shows no mercy, checks in with George Gervin. Prestige Worldwide, what was your answer? Yep, we also went with the Iceman, George Gervin. Both teams check in with George Gervin and both teams getting points. The correct answer is George Gervin. All right, so now on to question four in The Missing Link. In the late 1970s and early 1980s, he was one of the first dominating closers with the Yankees. He had, quote-unquote, wild facial hair and led the American League in saves three times and was a runner-up twice. By the end of the 1987 season, he ranked second in Major League saves, trailing only Raleigh Fingers, although by the end of his career, his total of 310 had slipped to fourth all-time. Josh, I put it in the chat. Good to check that in? Yep. All right, we're checked in. Prestige Worldwide is checked in. Captain Insano shows no mercy. You're free to talk. Not my thing is old baseball. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't have anything for this. I'm trying to think if, of. If any old names. So seventies and eighties, Goose Gossage. I mean, I don't, I don't know. 
I don't even know he was on the Yankees. I know he was a relief pitcher that would have been in that time. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how many saves he got. I know because I read this article. So the 538 article was called – they basically invented this stat called the the goose or something like that. It was for relief, <clears throat> but it was something against – it wasn't like a save. It was a different situation. Yeah. But it was basically saying like saves aren't exactly the most valuable thing. But I don't know if he played for the Yankees. I don't know how many saves he got. I know that's a name in the ballpark of – time let's let's go with it i mean it's better than any name i have okay so we'll check in with goose gossage all right captain insano shows no mercy is checking in with goose gossage prestige worldwide what was your answer josh this is why we can't win because even when they don't know the answer they get the answer correct yeah it's it's <laughs> infuriating uh yeah it's uh it's rich goose gossage all right, correct. The answer is Rich Goose Gossage. Both teams getting points there. Being a Red Sox fan, I have a hatred for the Yankees. I also remember – I mean, I don't remember because I was two years old at the time. Bucky Bleep and Dent hit the home right. run in the 1978 one-game playoff between the Red Sox and the Yankees to make it – to go into the playoffs that year. Goose Gossage earned the save in that game. I didn't realize that until I was researching this. I mean, I know that Bucky Dent hit that home run. He had like five career home runs. <laughs> I know. But all right, let me review the answers. Question one, Pete Rose. Question two, Chipper Jones. Question three, George Gervin. And question four, Rich Gossage. Question number five. A billionaire entrepreneur purchased this NBA team from a former presidential candidate in 2000. Yeah, we can check that in, Josh. Yep. All right, Prestige Worldwide is checked in. Um, Captain Insano yeah, shows no mercy. You are free to talk. Is that I, right, Mason? I mean, I, I don't know. Billionaire can, presidential candidate? We said 2000, right? He bought them from a presidential candidate. So, like, okay, well, I'm thinking Ross Perot would be a rich person that would, that would have ran for president. <laughs> In 2000? I mean, I, that's the first rich person running for president I can think of. Like a billionaire, I think he qualifies as that. Do you know any other people? <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking time period too. But I don't – if that's the case, then – did, did he buy the Mavericks in 2000? Is that, That's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't know. I'm just – like I said, I'm going, I'm going off of the presidential side, thinking of people that would have been rich and ran for president. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's – Trump ran in 2000, but I don't know what team he would he wouldn't have owned a team at that time. I mean, your your thought of him buying it from Ross Perot makes sense. Does but, he want the person or the team? I think he wanted the team, right? I thought that's what the question was asking. Because I mean, want me to re- you want me to yeah. repeat the question? Well, no, you can just tell us. Was it the per- do you want the team or the? Let me re- I'll reread the question. Okay. A billionaire entrepreneur purchased this NBA team. Okay. From a former presidential candidate in okay. 2000. Okay, so the billionaire and the presidential candidate don't have to be the same person. They're just saying a billionaire bought it from a president. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, so and then he wants, the te- he wants the team name anyway, so then I think we're good. Okay. It's going to be the true. Dallas Mavericks then. Yeah, I would, I would think it's so. Mark Cuban buying it from H. Ross Perot. Yeah, yeah, or it could be somebody on, else. Yeah, but presidential candidate, I mean, he didn't say when, and I know he ran in, what, like 90? 92. Uh, yeah. Perot Stockdale was 92. All right, let's go with uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Captain Insano shows no mercies checking in with the Dallas Mavericks. Prestige worldwide, even though I know your answer. What was your answer? 
Uh, yeah, uh, it is the Dallas Mavericks. Um, but my guess is that a billionaire bought it from a billionaire. I think Ross Perot yes. a billionaire as well. So, yes. so I think the billionaire goes with, with both. Um, That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> and both teams are getting points. The correct answer is the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, one team has submitted their answer for the missing link. The Prestige Worldwide has checked in their answer for the missing link. So Captain Insano shows no mercy. You are free to talk about the missing link. I'm still thinking it's based on the last three alone. I don't know about the first tune. Is there a chipper in Top Gun? I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure Goose, Iceman, and Maverick are code or like nicknames. Yeah, that, uh, that I remember uh, for a movie I've never seen. And Charlie Hustle is the nickname for Pete Rose, but is there like a Hustle or a... Or it could just be Rose. It could just be Rose. Rose and Chipper? I don't remember. Maybe they're just characters. In the, maybe it's like characters maybe. from Top Gun. Um, and yeah, Chipper could be like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> the famous dog, Chipper. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think we should play it safe and say Top Gun characters. And if we have to be more specific, maybe go okay. with it. The code names that they. I feel like there was a dog named Chipper in the movie. I... The movie's never seen. <laughs> Honestly, if I was going to name a dog I... in an 80s movie, Chipper is probably top of the list. Whether they're Chipper and Red Dawn? Probably. The, the dog. <laughs> All right, so you want to just let's... go Top Gun characters and then. Uh, let's just. Yeah. Let's... And... Yep, let's go with it. Okay, we're going to check in the theme is Top Gun characters. Top Gun characters and um, Prestige Worldwide. What did you check in with? Yeah, this so a, this so was Scott, a good team effort here. Yeah, so Scott, after um, the third Ice Man and Goose. or fourth Iceman and Goose, he's like, "Hey, those last two were uh, Top Gun uh, names, ha, ha, you know, an LOL." And I'm like, "Wait a minute!" And then I started thinking, I'm like, "Kelly McGillis was Charlie. That was her call sign." Uh, I. A chipper, I'm assuming there's one of the other guys is called Chipper. But then when Maverick came up, the Mavericks came up, this absolutely were Top Gun call signs. Yep. That is correct. Uh, they are all Top Gun call signs. And I am going to give credit to Captain Insano Shows No Mercy because they were on the short end of the stick earlier. So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I, I mean, that's a, I think that's close enough to say character. And, yeah. And there's, although there's, there is no dog named Chipper in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> they are all call signs and um, Chipper, I guess is, uh, I, I saw someplace that ranked all the call signs, like, you know, whether, you know, how cool they were or whatever. Chipper was the last one. I guess it's some guy. And then Charlie was um, the, uh, the woman from uh, his girlfriend. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Um, and then obviously Iceman was uh, Val Kilmer. Goose was Anthony Edwards. And Tom Cruise was Maverick. Are you a, you, you a Tom Cruise fan? Me? We got Not Top really. Gun. We got Days of Thunder. I know. It's, just, it's just coincidence. I mean, okay. I, hey. I've got no <laughs> inclination to him one way or another. I'm waiting for the Jerry Maguire question in, in round yeah. five, in quarter five. I mean, I, <laughs> only thing I know is that Tom Skerritt was in the movie, and the only reason I know that is from the movie Ted. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's my knowledge of oh. Top Gun. I was thinking of actually putting in a question in that one about um, Hulk Hogan because there's a character in there named Hollywood. Mm. Oh, oh, Chris! That was a well-crafted round. That was awesome. Oh, thank you. And We're not, not just, just saying that because points. exactly. <laughs> it actually was a really well-crafted. Uh, would you like? 
Would you like my opinion? <laughs> oh boy. Because it's a Tom Cruise movie? Oh, no, I got I got Because we took the lead. <laughs> that's why. That was a very good round. I had Okay, uh, score, wanna... update. All right. score update. No. Yes. <laughs> and I get you guys are protesting at the moment because at 20 points, what I mean. There has been a swing yet again. Prestige Worldwide has recaptured the lead, getting the 100 points on the missing link. They currently have 530 points and are leading Captain Insano Shows No Mercy by the controversial controversial 20 points from Dick slash Pete Weber. They are oh, at Dick. 510. <laughs> they picked the gentleman. We picked the brash. <laughs> I wonder how many times it's going to be kept in the episode. I, it's going to be something with the title. We don't, you know. I'm going to tell you right now, somebody with the name Dick is pretty brash. Just walking around. <laughs> I, I, I'm I think, Dick. I think the episode title is going to be... Uh, brash Gentleman? No, d- Dick Weber, uh, American Treasure. <laughs> or something. <laughs> That's not Dick bad. Weber, That's uh, not bad. Dick Weber, uh, Gentleman Emeritus or something. I like American <laughs> Treasure much better. Dick Weber's Gentleman Club? <laughs> Yeah, owned by Pete Weber, the brash. Actually, that makes sense because Lou. That makes sense because Lou Williams went to a gentleman's club. There it is. I know this is this is a and a sale on lemon pepper adult episode. You're gonna have to put the explicit tag on this. Yeah, yeah. We've kept it PG. Just a lot of. uh... After that score update, it is time for the fourth quarter. Today's put your fours up category is COVID nineteen quarantine. 2020. So co is football. Vid is media. 19 is hockey. Quarantine is just what it sounds like. That's quarantine. Uh, 2020 is uh, basketball. All right. Well, both teams have uh, sent their wagers over to me. So now on to the first question under co. Since 1990, there have been two times that the NFL has had co-MVPs for the regular season. In 1997 and 2003. Name the four players who shared the MVP. I got the. I know the ones from 03, Josh. Okay. I think I got the 97. Josh, I think we can check those in then. You're 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 positive on yours, and I'm positive 100. percent I'm I'm like 95 percent on mine. Like then I don't see any reason why to not check those in. All right. Well then, let's uh, check it in. All right. Prestige Worldwide has checked in. Captain Insano shows no mercy. You're free to talk. So McNair and Manning were uh, 2003. Okay. Def- definitely. Yep. Um, I know Favre won in 97, but who would he have shared it with? Okay. So let's think. 97, would you, would they, I don't think they do an offensive and a defensive. I don't think there was a defensive then. So Bar- Barry Sanders had his 2000 yard season when? 97? I mean, could be anywhere in the mid 90s, honestly. I mean, I don't know the exact year for that. It was late 90s. So 97, possibly. It would make sense because I know Favre had a streak of three. And I know his third one he shared. Emmett Smith, is it too late for that, 97? Yeah, yeah. I think that's too late for him just because. For MVP, yeah. He was, I mean, his Super Super Bowl years were mid-90s. Terrell Davis, he won in. 98, 99. My senior year the end of my senior year. So I was out of school and he won. So that would have been 99. So I like Barry Sanders. I know he had a, a 2000 yard season in the late nineties. And that would, I think I have reason enough to give him the MVP, right? Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I'm trying to think of other offensive players that would have won it, but I don't, I mean, that's a 
valid guess. It would make sense. No, I, 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 the more I think about it, the more I think Barry Sanders makes the most sense. Okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. Cause I know he has an MVP. Uh, yeah. It's just a question of when in the mid nineties this MVP happened, but yeah. So uh, let's, let's go with, so it's Manning, McNair, Favre and Sanders. We good. Yeah. All right. And we, uh, we wagered which Manning. The one that was in the league at the time, right? Peyton would have been. The- yeah, it's only one of them then. Yeah, you sure you don't want to go with his dad? Archie, Archie? Archie might have still been scrambling for the Saints, honestly. But no, so we'll go Peyton Manning, Steve McNair, Brett Favre, and Barry Sanders for one hundred points. Okay, uh, Prestige Worldwide. Go ahead, Josh. Yeah. Uh, same four hundred points. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Both teams getting points. Well, I upset you're in the hey, lead. <laughs> I'm fine. As long as we keep getting correct answers, life is good. We just got to keep it up. Um, all right. Now under the theme vid, the first use of instant replay in a football game was on December 7th, 1963 in a college football game. What two teams were playing in this storied rivalry game? I'm confident in that. How confident? 100. I, or 99.9. Based on send me send me something to go with that. <laughs> wait. Okay. Um. Wait. When was the game again? Uh, December seventh, nineteen sixty-three. We're gonna check in. Okay. Insane. Uh, sorry. Uh, Captain Insano shows no mercy has checked in. Um, Prestige Worldwide, you're free to talk. Josh, if you feel really good on that, I say we check it yeah, in. Yeah. I mean, you sent over Army Navy because I was like, I had I just heard this and I don't remember if it was a podcast a trivia podcast or if it was on um local sports shows here that i podcast um, but it was just recently that i heard that so as soon as you sent that yeah it was the army navy game in 63 so we'll check in with army navy 100 points okay uh captain insano shows no mercy what was your answer and how many points did you wait okay so i will say that i literally had a slumdog millionaire moment um because this was a question on a millionaire show that I saw. I can't tell you how long ago. And I had this in the back of my head and the guy reasoned it out because December 7th is Pearl Harbor. So it would make sense. You'd have a game then army Navy is usually played later in December. It's usually after all the conference championships. So December 7th, fits the time. So we also checked in with army Navy for a hundred. All right. Well, I can't fool you guys, both teams getting points. It was army Navy. And I actually, uh, had edited the question a little bit while you guys were talking about the first one, because you guys are much better at this and didn't need the hint that I had in there, that it was also the, usually the last regular season college football game played every year. Hey, don't, don't, Mason, don't be getting rid of hints. Don't be, don't be getting rid of hints. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, th- I think Mason probably would have gotten it on that alone. I, just, but in general, yeah. Yeah. don't be getting rid of yeah. hints, please. No, I know. Yeah, he definitely would. I'm okay with it. No hints. I'm okay with it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no hints. Uh, um, Josh, do you want to you want to do a score update? Oh, um, yeah, zero. No, no, we don't need one. Yes, just let everybody know. So <laughs> let everybody both, know both teams have earned two hundred points through the first two questions. So it is still a twenty point game with Prestige Worldwide at seven thirty, and Captain Insano shows no mercy at seven ten. On to question number three and put your fours up. The topic for this question is the number 19. This NHL player who coincidentally wore the number 19 
served as the longest tenured captain in North American sports for 19 seasons from 1986 to 2006. Hence his nickname, the captain. How are they not checked in yet? I, I was wondering why Eric hasn't said anything to me. I don't have to say anything. He wants to talk it out, I guess. <laughs> he wants yeah. to make us squirm. I mean, it's not making us squirm. We oh. know he knows it. Any thoughts, Mason? You tell me what you think it is. I think it's whatever you're thinking right now. <laughs> because. Okay. I don't like the hint in there. I, I, I like hockey, my hockey questions without hint. <laughs> it makes feel better the hint doesn't help us. Can you repeat the question one more time? Just... No, he, sure. he can't. He's got laryngitis Shush. all of a sudden. <laughs> Selective laryngitis. Well, Eric, if that's the case, then the game has to end here with the scoring. Oh, yes, after I answer. Yes. After I answer the question you asked. Um, this NHL player, who coincidentally wore number 19, served as the longest tenured captain in North American sports for 19 seasons from two, 1986 to 2006. Hence his nickname, the captain. Lou Albano. It's not untrue. Very underrated hockey player. Captain. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I like it. All right, we're going to go ahead and check in. All right, Prestige Worldwide is checked in. Captain Insano shows no mercy. It's your, uh, you can discuss. So, Mason, <laughs> how, much, how many hockey players can you name that wore number 19? I don't look at hockey numbers, so. All right, so that's no help. All right, no, we're going to check in. <laughs> with steve eiserman for 100 points please all right prestige worldwide what was your answer 100 points steve eiserman baby that is correct both teams getting points steve eiserman was first named captain at age 21 and then he was served as captain for over 1300 games until he retired i just i just i just don't know if hockey's my weakness anymore boys no olympics is your weakness i mean yeah oh yeah I don't watch the Olympics, so like I, I, I've learned that by having too many Olympic questions that you've had to oh, struggle yeah. with. Yeah, college college rivalry games. Oh, I think are yeah, be, well, I hit that on the head. Apparently, fair enough. Especially, especially the really <laughs> obscure ones, like the ones that have like you know Texas Southern in them. All right, next question. In the theme quarantine, the Major League Baseball playoffs will be primarily held in a bubble with the Division Series, Championship Series, and World Series being held at four neutral Major League Baseball stadiums. The AL Series will be held in two stadiums in a West Coast state, and the NL Series and the World Series will be held in two stadiums in a Southern state. What four team stadiums will be hosting these playoff games? All right, we're, no, no we're, we're, we're checked in. All right, Captain Insano Shows No Mercy is checked in. Prestige Worldwide, you can discuss. God, I'm pretty sure it's the Padres, the Dodgers, the Rangers, and the Astros. Well, I know it's the Rangers for a fact. That's because um, that's where the World Series right. is going to be as well. Dodgers makes sense. Padres makes sense because Ginny Baker played there. So that's a really <sighs> big. I, I know San Diego. Stadium. I remember here. Yeah. San Diego and Dodgers. So I guess, um, I mean, it, it would have to be Astros, right? I mean, he said what four? He said what four teams? Yeah. All right. Yep, so, check it in. Padres, Dodgers, Rangers, and Astros. Okay. Padres, Dodgers, Rangers, and Rangers and Astros. For a hundred points. For a hundred points. Captain Insano shows no mercy. What was your answer? Our answer. Mason gave me um the two that I wasn't positive on. So I'll um we hit went with the Rangers, Padres, Dodgers, and the Astros. All right. Again, both teams getting points. How many uh did you say how many points? For one hundred points. One hundred points. All right, both teams getting 100 points. So it all comes down to the final question in Put Your Fours Up. 
both teams have been perfect in the fourth quarter, getting 400 points. Prestige Worldwide holding onto that 20-point lead at 930 over Captain Insano Shows No Mercy at 910. Okay, for the final question, 2020. In NBA, in NBA history, there have been two players who have achieved 20-20-20 games. 20 points, 20 rebounds, 20 assists. Wilt Chamberlain was the first to do it with 22 points, 25 rebounds, and 21 assists in 1968. Who was the player who most recently achieved this feat in April of 2019? Sorry, my, my girlfriend's at the door, and she's like, I don't want to knock him. like, then don't knock. You're going to have to stay out there until... We finished this question. I really don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Why does she have to knock? Because the door's locked, and she doesn't have a key. We're not to that level yet. <laughs> Why is the door locked? Why? Dude, I locked my front door. I don't know. I live in a you weird... don't get abducted like I almost did. I was yeah. saying, are you afraid of being right. taken? I don't want anyone to like just walk in and interrupt the podcast. You know, friends show oh, up, my right. mom, you know what I mean? Like... This has got to be the record of you mentioning your mom for a podcast. <laughs> I like my mom a lot. I feel like I don't mention her. I feel like you mentioned her a lot. I, I've edited yeah. an episode today, and it came up a lot. Yeah. So Love you, mom. has, but the most, uh, <laughs> I think the mother who's the most memorable would be yours, Eric. Since oh, yeah. She's Hungarian, and we've had many a discussion about Hungarian weightlifters. Oh, yeah. and, uh, My mom looks like meatloaf. Like, that's, that's really her. Oh, wait, yeah, that's right. right. I forgot that's about really that. That's really her. Yeah. My my mother, if you close your eyes and just picture an old Hungarian woman, that is what you you'll <laughs> just see. My mom. I don't do that very often, or at no, all. No, but if you like, <laughs> think of what an old Hungarian woman would look like. I'm, I don't think she's listening, um, but if she is, does, does she wear like a headscarf? Often? No, no, no. That's the only thing that she's does not wear a babushka. Okay, well, that's um, where my brain goes to. So now yeah. I can't picture. What if her no, no? Just take but that, picture. I mean, picture this part here. Yeah, like this. Just the face. Yes. Just the face, all right. Just an angry, and we refer to it as resting Hungarian face because she's always looks angry. Well, she is your mother. Maybe she just is always angry. <laughs> oh, she's this. I'm kidding. She's kidding. She, she's she did a hell of a job with me. So, is your mother brash? No, she's more of a gentleman than anything. <laughs> <laughs> so she's more Dick Webber, you'd say, than than Pete Webber. <laughs> Cross between both. Dick Webber was pretty brash. I just feel like we're missing. <laughs> There's going to be a do- all right. You know how like these documentaries come out on people after they're dead, and you find that their secret. Life. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a Dick Webber one coming soon. Oh yes. Retroactively add points. <laughs> when that when that documentary comes out, just know it'll be like an unsolved mystery episode of <laughs> Dick Webber. Dick Webber. Okay. All right. We'll we'll check in. Prestige Worldwide is checked in. Captain Insano shows no mercy. You're free to talk. So you remember this happening, right? Uh I I remember it being a thing. It wouldn't have been in nineteen, it wouldn't have been Giannis, would it? I mean, maybe, but I don't remember how many assists he had. I don't think Giannis is not gonna get I don't think twenty assists. I mean maybe, but like that would So I know. I'm I'm good checking in with uh Russell Westbrook if you are. Yeah. That's fine. All right. Um, we're going to go ahead and check in with Russell Westbrook for 100 points. All right. Uh, Captain Insano Shows No Mercy checks in with Russell Westbrook for 100 points. Prestige Worldwide, what's your answer? Well, the good news, Scott, 
no matter what happens with this question, <laughs> whether we get it right or wrong, we win because we also checked in with the triple double machine of Wes. Wes no, that's not right. <laughs> he said Call Wes Rusbrook. <laughs> Russell Westbrook for a hundred points. All right. Well, I clearly didn't make the questions hard enough because both teams swept the uh, put your fours up round, uh, and the correct answer is Russell Westbrook. Um, he ended up with a triple double of twenty points, twenty rebounds, and twenty one assists, and then so, got traded. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Captain Insano shows no mercy, finishes with a score of 1,010. And your clipboard captains of the game, who are receiving the coveted Michael Bishop Award with a score of 1,030, prestige worldwide. This, this, these results are under protest. <laughs> you lost. Get over oh, it. Oh, no. <laughs> so we know all of Dick Weber's skeletons in his closet. <laughs> he was referred to as a gentleman, and everything about him was that so he was, was the nicest so was guy. Ted Bundy. <laughs> no. Listen, no. Listen, Eric, if it comes out later on that Dick Weber, you know, was brash, we'll come back on. We'll do a tiebreaker to I'm determine, Pete. To determine the real call- winner. I'm calling Pete Weber. I'm gonna no, ask you don't. Can, you can't call him. Of course, he's gonna think his dad. <laughs> See, so somebody does. <laughs> just because, just because his son actually knows, he might be like, "My father was a saint. I'm the asshole." <laughs> if you know Pete, you know that would never say. He's the greatest. <laughs> you lost. Deal with it. Oh, I'm not gonna. This is there's there's gonna be a strongly worded email. Scott, sent. you and I put together a huge game today. This is by far my favorite game ever. This is the sweetest victory we've had. Steve Eiserman, let's get it. Um, Michael Bishop, one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch growing up, and I get the clipboard captain. I, I'm on cloud nine right now. I, I don't know if I've felt better either. This is, this is amazing. So just, uh, just, just wait for that to be vacated. It's not going to be vacated. <laughs> hey, you can call me Reggie Bush. It still counts, baby. <laughs> if he doesn't all- have in his possession. <laughs> If that ump still gets to call that hit a hit against who is it Sanchez for that Colorado? Colorado. Jim Joyce. Yeah. Now Chris is not the Jim Joyce of our show. Oh, I'm not saying not. That. he oh, made the that. correct call. Oh. Out, <laughs> out at first. <laughs> out at first. The correct call was both teams get points, but no, I just that is not the, the correct, correct call. Is he had one answer written down. Only one team gave the answer that was written down. Yeah, we gave. Daniel Sedin, you guys gave Henrik, which was he clearly said, the wrong one. <laughs> he gave, that was the, whatever. Eric, you, you throw a tantrum. That's usually my job, but hey, that's all right. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody right? has And would it be a Saturday recording without one, I guess? I would say you're winning, I'm losing. I'm, we switched roles, I guess. I don't know. Oh, no, this must be the apocalypse. Yeah, something's going on. So, uh, so Chris... Yes. Chris, this was a spectacular game, and not just because I was on the winning team. You put together an awesome, awesome game. Feel free if you want to write some more and come back and host. Right. You did a wonderful job. Um, yeah, uh, it, thanks for coming on. Thanks for being. No, a, thanks for having me. It was fun. Been a Patreon supporter, all that. You know, yeah. you're, you're you're great, Chris. Thanks a lot, man. Um, you know, when you first 
emailed me some of your questions that I will use in a future game still. I was like, well, this, you know, he's got future hosts written all over him. And I appreciate you taking out the time to do it. And, you know, like Josh said, welcome to come on and host a game anytime. And obviously we'll have you back on as a competitor at some point as well. Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP.